Cheers, y'all. Hey, Cheers. week week twenty seven. Ooh, twenty seven club. Let's go. Alex is wearing his muse hoodie. Looks so fucking sharp all the time. It's so damn comfy. So cute. So cute. You guys aren't in the room with me right now, but I smell terrific. Oh, what? Yeah, we're definitely in the same room. I don't smell anything. (laughs) No, I mean like everybody listening. Oh. You okay. got. I you, know y'all, you're in the room. The listeners. The listeners. Okay, I'm wearing uh, the Mini Muse necklace, which yeah. just looks good with everything. I don't understand what it is about black and white beads. It looks good on you, especially. It's well, thanks. But everybody who I've seen that has purchased this necklace and worn it mm. in their pictures and stuff, I'm like, holy shit! It makes. I have. It's true. I've seen so, a few that looked really good. It's like butterflies fluttering in my stomach. And it's funny. It seems like such a such like a classic thing, but like we were saying, I I don't think I've ever seen that that necklace before but it seems like such an obvious thing this is my favorite part about design is when yeah. you, and sh- let us know if you're listening if you're an artist or a designer super simplistic creating something so simple and so iconic is just the <laughs> best feeling if I do feeling. say so myself well now that we know because if you've listened to our podcast for a while we've talked about how everything's already been created everything that's possible exists in the realm of possibility it's already done the pressure is off so the more beautiful and the more simple, what is it? Steve Jobs said that simplicity is the greatest sophistic is the sophistication something that was, <laughs> something I like really that. slaughtered that quote. He was like, Oh, I'm Steve. Simplicity is like the highest form of sophistication or something. Yeah, there you go. I think Cause he closer. got really into like Japanese Zen and yeah. that stuff is super minimalist. Modernism. I, I would describe myself a maximalist. Like at the core, okay. like I love a lot of things and so a lot you're of color a and patterns. Maximalist. I'm a mini maxi. You're a mini maxi. Yeah. Mini maxi pad. Well, oh. that's something else. <laughs> that's, is that yeah. something else? <laughs> he said simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Thank you. Wow, you fucking nailed that it. That was Steve. That was a much more eloquent way to say Steve, it. Steve, I like your words. We love you. We love you, Steve Jobs. Um, except for today, we did cr- we did completely crush an iMac oh, during a photo shoot. Oh, that my was God. so. This is leading us into our topic for today perfectly. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. Because we were like, okay, let's go ahead and do a little photo shoot for this thing that we have coming out soon. We're so excited, and I'm like, okay, set this up. And of course, Nick was like, the best. He's our lighting guy. So I'm Nick has gotten guy. really clever right. with the lighting. He gets us the most magic lighting. So we're like, cool, let's set up on the side of the office where there's desks. Because you're going to have, I, I just feel, listen, listen, I feel like you got to you gotta go with the flow. You got to go with the light, right? So there's a little bit, we just. Don't fight it. Use, don't fight it. If you have if daylight the, available, use it. Use you know? it. Yeah. And we also supplement it with some beautiful lighting, some really inexpensive lights and some more expensive lights. Takes a minute to, mi- to, to mix it up, but everything, you know, that's fine. Everything we're talking about here is rather heavy and awkward. So we set up and we have like the backdrop paper. It was really the backdrop paper that so was the I problem. Moved the, so I moved everything to the other side of the room, yeah. which is in front of desks and yep. a... And the uh, uh, the laptop or the the, the computers, the computer, okay? yeah. And so as I was holding a <laughs> a light from a really crazy angle to try to get something to try to get, you were you know, trying the to thing light I, the back of my hairdo, which was from, inter- like, it gives it a glow and just a touch behind. And then when I went to put it down afterwards to check out the pictures, yes. it wasn't completely settled and it, it was top heavy. Yeah, it's top heavy. The light fell the over and then it knocked the backdrop over. Yes, which, which then, then knocked the fucking iMac onto the fucking onto floor. onto the floor and then. Just chaos ensued. It just everything just kept knocking everything else over. What's really fascinating for me is that it was, of course, like an intense moment. Like all three of us were like, "Oh shit!" Because we didn't know what was behind the backdrop. It was just like chaos. So we thought, okay, everything. (laughs) There there was like a glass of water. There was a whole bunch of shit. The the glass of water survived somehow. Somehow, only unscathed. The only thing that fell over was my desktop computer, which is like pretty big and also top heavy. Which. I'm not complaining. It looks beautiful, but man, those things, if you tip it over, it's done. It yeah, went all the way backwards with a, back, with a backdrop. It's just going to fall over. Yeah. And it fell on the ground and I, I picked it up and I was like, oh man, we really like skirted by. There's no cracks in the screen. And of course, as, as soon as I caught the light, I could see, oh, it's, it's shattered yeah, it's the corner up. of the, and it, but it's working fine. And then I yelled at Alex to yeah, yell at yeah, me yeah. for allowing me that, to do that. Nick was like, Alex, make sure this never happens again. Slash <laughs> I let's get sandbags or something, uh, you know, it's but it's funny how it's, it's always a shock. You don't want to break a computer. You don't want to get in a fender bender. You don't don't want to get um, sick. You don't want to break an arm. Like all these things happen in life. And the only thing you can do is surrender. Mm-hmm. The Sometimes. only thing you can do is let go. This is the episode Nick has been waiting to do. 
since the beginning of this podcast. I'm letting go. The Letting Go podcast is here for you today. And why is this so important? Because to me, I think it's the lowest common denominator of human existence on earth. Okay. And I'll, we can get into that more and more and more. And, and maybe I'll change as life goes on and I understand more and learn more and do this, that, and the other thing, have more life experience or whatever. But the concept, I never really thought of it as just like as a, as a concept, really, as something that was so vital to uh, <clears throat> so many different things, so many different things. Almost everything can be applied. Almost fucking literally everything, and, and how essential it is for so many different parts of life. You know what I mean? Which we'll which we'll get into. But like it's there's uh, so this like I've said a few times. There's this book called Literally Letting Go by David Hawkins, and it's it's something I read every year. I'm about to read it again. And um, we buy multiple copies and we give them to people that are <laughs> unsolicited. Like they don't even ask for it, nor do they want it. And they don't we even know give how it. to read. I don't but care. It, and you know what's funny is a lot of our friends that we give this book to, like they don't read it right away. And we've let go and surrendered to that. That doesn't need to happen. But what happens is eventually they pick it up. It'll it'll come when it when it needs to come. Yeah. You know and it's saying? just it's good to sit. I mean, it sat on our shelf for years, years. before we picked it up. Like, like a your dad gifted this to us. I think so. And it sat on the shelf for like eight years. Yeah, like damn near a decade. Uh, but it's called Letting Go David Hawkins, The Pathway of Surrender, bitch. Right. Um, so it's, it is, so we're going to talk through, and it's also super exciting. <laughs> I know it's, it's sort of like a, a deep and heavy eye roll because it's so fucking simple to be able to let things go, but it's also so fucking hard. It's usually fucking impossible. So let's dissect this shit because creative people. Yeah. Oh my God. You can guys. benefit from this so fucking much. We have, especially if you are in uh, if your art or your business or whatever is, if you're is, in any industry where there's fuckery happening, which is every fucking you need this, industry. and yes. this episode is going to be a crash course in letting go. You can roll your eyes with me as we go, and <laughs> we're gonna learn. And here we go. We're gonna learn how to do this shit because it's important. Um, okay, so I have personally become really passionate about relaxation like self-care, the whole category. So I asked one of my spiritual friends, like, what do you think is the most important thing? And she said to relax because when you relax, um, you're able to prevent physical disease and disorders. You're able to think more clearly, make better choices and take action towards your dreams, Right. which is what this fucking podcast is about. So I've become really obsessed with relaxation and like, how does one person unwind at the end of a day or at the end of a a series of stressful events. And how do you find peace? Because ultimately, don't we want to just feel that? Don't you want to just feel good? Don't you want to feel good? Can't we all just get along? And, And we talk about the fuck it stage, right? So a lot of times it takes until it's way too late to where you've already caused damage to your body or to your relationships or whatever, to where you're like, oh, I'm burned the fuck out. That's what it takes. You have to get to the stage. The The reason that letting go, the fact it's so simple and so difficult, it kind of just lends itself to people waiting until the last minute well, why would you, to do it. Why would you do it unless you needed to? Unless you needed to. And that's a Or if the you're board. so tired of being tired that you're finally like, no, Fuck queen, yeah. I am tired now. I am too tired of being tired. Yeah. I need to do something about it. Tired this. of fighting. That's yep. the fuck it stage. Yeah. And the magic happens at the fuck it stage because then there's, you have nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. So I do think that's kind of the root of this. That's like the more exciting description. Um, yeah. And, but it's radically simple. Well, it's, it's in there's It's radically simple and there's different layers to it, right? There, you, it can be super extreme, which we'll get into, or it can be something very, uh, it's, it's literally like sighing. <laughs> just going, you know I mean? like, like really just like, ah, <sighs> <sighs> No, okay. That's a form of letting go. Sit how you feel. Notice how you feel. Right. And literally just fucking let Let's out. Let's do it a together on the podcast. Side. Yeah, ready? <sighs> and then just you, you literally You feel better after that. You feel lighter. 
And it, why? What is that? What why is that? do you all of a sudden, because you're, this is a form of, of letting go. Crying it is. It is. is a huge form of letting Crying go. Crying is so helpful. And also why uh, women are, are way better at this than men yeah. because you are, you know, better criers, we more are just intuitive super creatures. Star criers. <laughs> Superstar criers. Queen of snotty cry, ugly snot cry. <laughs> women and Alex. And podcast Alex. <laughs> Alice is also. Alice loves a cry. I switched to, to Alice when the crying yeah. starts. Too. it's a feminine power but it's incredibly it's 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 we're letting it out it's letting it out uh, laughter what are all these, what are you letting out with a sigh or with crying or with laughter what is happening it's the, emotion right emotion you're you're letting go of of the trauma you're you're letting go of of uh, of whatever it, it needs for me there was a so this um, is a real thing that like nobody teaches us about in oh, school oh people have like, literally we cured have to- themselves of diseases that medical science could not from just laughing. Holy okay? shit. From literally just fucking being like, ah, like put it on fucking like whatever movies ah. for just laugh at full belly laughing. Wow. For like a long, and they literally are cured. So if you laugh a lot, you're probably naturally healthier. I feel like I am a laugher. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. And you're, health, right. you're healthier than me. I have to work for it a little more. Or I need to do more letting go. Crier. I'm a great. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, that's how You're I let a hell it of out. A crier. That's how yeah. I let it out. When we when we first started dating, when you would have some like epic crying sessions, I was like, okay, what happens next? What do I do? Uh, what do I do with my do hands? With my hands? Uh, <laughs> what do we do here? I'm like, just give me a Kleenex. Do I get cupcakes? Yeah. Oh, thank you for not bringing me sugar. Yeah. Right. No, I honestly, you just need like sometimes you need for not Kleenex. You sugar? Yeah. I feel no. Like you would maybe want. I don't. I don't need ice cream after a cry. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Usually the ice cream comes before the cry because you're okay. like you're like building up and trying <laughs> to feel joy again. And you're like, why can't I feel it? Right. A good snot cry saves the day for me. And it gives you, oh man, I feel like such an opening in like my crown chakra. I'm able to receive more information. I usually write a big journal entry after because I'm like, everything's clear to me now. Everything is clear. Dude, that's it. So as that's a creative, really... why would you not want this tool in your arsenal? Right. Letting go is like probably this is probably the most important episode. It clears the mechanism. It'll be super underrated though because it's such an annoying it's th- so thing annoying to learn. And yeah. it's not fucking sexy and it's not like a flashy thing, but you know, most of the things in life that can make you enlightened, successful, whatever, are are like that. Yeah. Are not the sexiest things. Right. Are not the fucking flashiest things. It's so true. It's so true. Super annoying. I roll, but Here it's we fucking are. real. Yeah. So yeah. if it is emotions that you're releasing, um, we should talk about kind of like what what is the energy of emotions? Like what what is happening? So you have a thought which generates a feeling yeah. or you have a thought that generates an emotion which generates a feeling which gets yeah. stuck in your body, right? Where does that energy go? Well, that's the thing. A lot of times it does get caught. And, and, I, and with what I noticed is as, as I'm getting older, I'm becoming more aware of who I am and, and my, what I like and what I don't like and things like that. And you start to revisit past scenarios in your life or whatever. And you start to understand like, oh, I never fully like process, process this or process that or whatever. Okay. Uh, and the letting go shit has allowed me to just kind of touch base with a lot of that things. And you, you, it does, it does, it, it allows you, it cuts to the chase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where you fucking finally are, you just start to really, you're forced to understand yourself. Yes. And that's a, that's a fascinating, especially if you're creative or just fucking just to, to get the most out of you bang for your buck here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to figure, figure yourself out. I, I, so I, I was reading this book a lot and it, there were, he talks about in all the different chapters about, and, and this is a through line also. This is a huge thing. Uh, letting go. So like Buddhism, okay, like in, and like the Buddha in general, it was like you have to let go of attachments. And desire. Those are all, that's what's holding you back mm. from all of your, you know, from achieving peace or all of these like higher vibrations. And, and it's just like it really comes down to a letting go technique really it does or seeing it from that perspective it does you know and what I, mean? I think we're going to talk you guys through how we do it and I, I know a lot of books that are even the letting go book doesn't talk about it talks the about it for like technique. three sentences for, it, it's like <laughs> oh wait, wait 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 and then just the benefits yeah yeah so we're not here to sell you on it you're you can probably tell by the way that we're talking that this is something that has really worked for us and what i'm trying to understand is why and how this works, right? Yeah. So we'll get into the technique and then talk about why this works. So 
Um, okay. So let's say over the course of your beautiful journey and your beautiful lifetime, you've accumulated uh, feelings and emotions that you've kept inside and you haven't wanted to face them. And over time it becomes like a layer, like a croissant, like a heavy fucking buttery ass layer of dense emotional energy and feelings. Mm, Trauma croissant. Trauma croissant Mm. t-shirt. This is built up over your life and you're getting to the point now where it's starting to manifest as physical symptoms. This is what I've read in all the studies, all the science is like, yeah, it's, it's basically all dis disease. Disease is just disease. Your, your, your body's uncomfortable is your over. It's like an over imbalance of too much of one kind of energy. And so if you're not here being a custodian of your energy, it gets overwhelmed and you are only left with one thing to do and that's to let go. Yeah. And how, how you let go, but it takes a long time. It's a croissant guys. You have to let it go in tiny layers and it takes time and you have to face it. You have to sit with it. And this is why it's so fucking simple. Yeah. The process of letting go is to first step one, think of the situation or whatever it was that brought that negativity or that trauma and find the feeling of it. It's going to be yucky. Okay. Step two is to now locate it in your body. Where did it deposit? Step three, sit with it until it dissipates. This is going to be uncomfortable and you're going to, your brain is going to doubt itself and say, this is stupid. It's not working, blah, blah, blah. If you sit with it, it literally runs out. The feeling eventually, no matter how painful it is, eventually it runs out And that layer of the croissant is gone. And you have to do this. You make it a habit. You do this a few times every day. And whenever you have the feeling, whenever you have the feeling or like for me, I can bring it up. Like I would bring it up when we were walking the dogs and like, sometimes I would cry. Good thing I was wearing sunglasses. Like (laughs) it was so uncomfortable, but it became, I turned it into like a good feeling because I knew that if I was able to face it and sit with it and release it and also breathing through this, it helps. I always imagine like the toxic and the negative stuff coming out through my breath, like through my throat, through my mouth, all out Yeah, and just disappearing into the ether. Yeah. It's really strange, but this is the process. You, and it's it's you, really uncomfortable. Three steps. You think of it, you find it, you locate it in your body, and you sit with it. Just observe. And you just get those layers out of there, baby, one step at a time. Yeah. And it does, it, it, he he recommends having a journal or something with it because it's, it's going to be hard to track your progress because yes. you're just going to feel like nothing is happening. It's like going to the gym. If you don't take before and afters, how do you even know? <laughs> you can't remember what it felt like to get be- Get that gym selfie out of shape. Right, right. Well, you just you're right. You're just always where you are. You so are it's hard you. To see where you were. Yeah. yeah. You're in the thing. But I did notice when you when you start doing it, it's almost like if you if I hadn't been doing any of this stuff for pretty much my whole life and then when I did start it, it was if it did feel like the ego fights back a lot and it's it's intense. For it's us intense. it was like 30 odd years that we had ignored these croissant layers. Yeah. So it's a lot of butter. It's going to be, it's the worst at the beginning. Uh, it start it starts getting good. I would say like a couple months into it, you're like, Oh shit, I'm actually releasing. And then what happens is you think, Oh, I'm good. And you stop <laughs> yeah, every fucking time. So for like a few months, I didn't do the letting go technique. And I started noticing like some density because remember you're constantly being thrown toxicity and negativity and you're constantly having new experiences. So this is an ongoing, once you learn this habit and you get good at this, babe, you're going to be doing it forever. Yeah. It's a vibe. It's, it's kind of the, this is the point of life. Like Jedi said, it is man. And if you, it's, it's, it seems so basic and so fundamental, but it's like getting cut off in traffic. Do you get road rage and want to fucking kill it like I do? I'm quick to anger, straight white guy. That's what I was, society has taught me. That's acceptable. Right. So, you know, and I, I definitely am not as angry as I used to be. And in general, I don't think I was really like that much of an angry person. But, you know, something like that usually would cause something to make you be angry. Yeah. And then you just fucking, it, it, what happens is you immediately start observing yourself <laughs> as you're doing this. Because you sometimes those little things, just somebody fucking cutting you off, where you, it's so obviously wrong and fucked up, that's going to change the whole rest of your day. Hmm. And so now you're, you're attached 
to the anger or whatever of this this feeling of this one fucknut cutting you off in traffic right. and causing this whole now you the rest of your day is fucked because you couldn't let it go right or you could just be like oh wow that was crazy he should really learn how to drive <laughs> and just or one feel thing we it. started we just, started saying like oh they're in labor yeah well you don't know <laughs> people cut us off have, like, you we're like oh know. she's they're in labor they're running to the hospital like we just imagine it's something else whatever you need to do because he's so hungover and he couldn't yeah i don't know who knows yeah. you they, don't know you can never judge a situation yeah. you have no idea yeah. yeah they're in labor oh shit okay well in that case i'll let you go yeah you know what i mean because your other option is to just linger on it and have that toxicity start to build up in your body and then 30 years later one of the stories he talks about was like him and his brother um didn't talk for like 20 years. Right. And they finally, when he started doing all this work and all this stuff, and he, they could either, neither one of them could fucking remember the argument that caused them to not talk for 20 they years. They couldn't remember. And I think they fig- no, eventually figured out it was like the, somebody took their shoes. Some, yeah, something over like some shoes or some imagine, shit. I have goosebumps. Like imagine not talking to a family member because they took a shoe. So that. That's not worth any of that. What he describes with the Hawkins scale, they, you describe that as pride. Okay, so they both were prideful in their stance. Yeah. I am right, you are wrong. Yes. So we both lose. Now, being pr- <laughs> being prideful is not like a horrible thing, but having the courage to let it go is right above that. And, and that's, that's the, what we need to do as a society. We were, this is where we, everybody's really good at being proud, especially in America. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm like, yay. It's oh, egoic. that's so great. It's, such, it's so easy to oh, do. I love ego that goes fucking crazy for it. It's perfect, it's right? It's great. But now, like, babe, the next level for us is to have the courage to let it go Keep and be like, let other people win. Let other people be right. That is the most gangster shit you can do. It is. And it's, I'm not, like I'm saying, it's not fucking easy sometimes. Yeah. And, and yeah, so they spent 20 years just like kind of wasting their relationship with each other be off of some fucking horse shit. And imagine like the health issues that probably yep. ro- arose from these things. We don't, they didn't even talk about that, but I'm sure yeah. it made their immune systems weaker. So let's talk about the science of it. Cause just if we have to, and then we'll loop back around and remind you the process of this and see if we can't get like a challenge going where let's, everybody tries this for let's, like, let's do a loop. So the energy of emotions, um, was proven in a Japanese water study. We were excited to talk about this. Dr. Masaru Emoto did a study w- about water consciousness. That's kind of what they're calling it. So, cause but people are doubt, you know, people who are skeptical are going to be like, what do you, we don't have proof that emotions store themselves in your body. There's no proof of it. Western medicine and doctors like don't talk about any of this. I don't Tape know if they disagree or if they middle agree or I don't even, they're not looking into it. They're just going to prescription meds because there's money in it probably. So what happens when Dr. Emoto spoke into some water, he, he put some water in a tray and over that tray, he said, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. He froze the tray of water over another tray of water. He said, I hate you. I hate you. I want to kill you. I want to, I hate you. I hate you. And he froze that tray. He took the trays of frozen water out and put them under a microscope. And what he saw was the molecules of water. Now, you know, when, when uh, water freezes, it turns into shapes like snow. Crystallizes. Um, yeah. Snow crystals or snowflakes. So the one that said, I love you, I love you, was this beautiful symmetrical geometric pattern, like just gorgeous. And the one in the I hate you jar was like shards of irregular, like what we would consider aesthetically not as good looking. <laughs> right or just like negative and it just didn't have any consistency or any symmetry at all it looked violent actually it looked like mordor or like something from the lord of the rings so he did a few more tests actually with different vibrations of different emotions and different uh you know human consciousness pressing into the water molecules and like the hope the hope snowflake was like really gorgeous and like there's all these different studies and he he made some books about it and so that was the first time that humans were able to say that like materials like water responds to our feelings and emotions like in a way that we can see right crazy so that's molecular changes from yeah. our energy and since we are 70% water you can only assume what that's doing in our bodies you telling yourself i hate you i hate you i hate you is like making your body not function so that's why it's so important for us to 
have kind thoughts inside of our heads, but also to have kind thoughts towards others because now the people that are around you are affected by your energy too. So you doing the work of letting go and relieving your, your system of these negative things is actually helping everyone. Dude. And what I have found is from doing this a lot was underneath all of the horse shit, there is just your natural state. Yes. Is love, peace, and joy. Yeah. Once you let it all go and you get to that, your 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 it really is your natural state. It's your natural state. And but that's pretty that's pretty dope. Like it's well, that's worth doing the work because right. you you already are inherently wonderful. Right. It's like all this stuff was just deposited. This is why I say my aura, aura cleanses. I'm like, look, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault that these things were deposited. Yeah. But it is your responsibility to remove them. And to give yourself enough love and attention to get, to remove them. And process them. You know what I mean? And it just allow them, allow them to come through. And I think that's what's so difficult with the, the, the sitting with the emotion exercises, because it's just an allowing to just come through. You don't try to stop it. You don't fight it. You don't try to change it. I've probably mentioned this before, but I think in the book, The Untethered Soul, they, 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 an analogy is like a cloud or like a mist going going through this this area and, and if you stop thinking about it or immediately just kind of like ah you know like shout it out of your head or something you're getting it caught still there the mist is still caught there rather than allowing the whole thing to to move through hmm. so that's that's why if you, you know a lot of times you t- these people who um will continue to try to suppress or you know like we talked about the fake it till you make it th- hmm. that can work for a while as long as you can do the work and be conscious with yourself right but if you are still unconscious with yourself, eventually that will come out in some way. You're still going to have to face it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Eventually, if not be, this life, the next life. And you're always <gasps> fine whenever you do that. I think there's, the, again, the fear of having to face these emotions is worse than the reality it is. of doing so. It's so true. It's so true. And what do you say to the people that say letting go is like, that's giving up. That's apathy. That's like, oh, you're not going to try. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Okay. So that I, I think it was a Byron Katie example. She literally, okay. So I think she was talking to like a, it was like a woman who, someone who was uh, an activist. Okay. And they were convinced mm-hmm. that if they weren't totally stressed out all the time, that they weren't. About climate change and gun well, violence and stuff. Well, there's so much that they want to change. There's so much that we could focus on that's very bad. <laughs> so much that's fucked up, right? It's just end and on, and, and then as soon as we solve something, something new fucked up comes up, comes along. So just, and that's, you know, she was listing all the things that they were trying to fix and trying to go after. And, you know, she was she was like, well, who would you be without that thought? I'm not asking you to drop the thought. But just who would you be without the thought? Let's just explore that. And she, she for a while, she was like, "Well, if I if I remove that thought, I'm not, you know, I'm not. If Nothing's going to happen. Stress, no I'm progress. Not do anything." And she was like, "Is it true?" <laughs> of course, the answer is no. It's not fucking true. You can still get things done. You can still write songs. You can still active. You can still activate things and do all this work and all this shit. It doesn't have to come from stress, but it feels. Like it does. Mm. Even you and I, man, how many times have we fucking like most of our Especially careers. Especially in creative mode. We feel like we have to become because high t- energy and stress for things to get done. Because it takes energy. It takes a lot of energy sometimes to create, to channel this stuff or or to, to you know, think through the options or the melody lines or the whatever it is. It takes energy to, to focus. Yes. And from that, we you can get very short or you get very, you know, what you... There'd just be a lot of stress, mm. the stress environment. A lot of times when we were creating, especially when we were recording covers, yes, back was very high before we were doing the letting go <laughs> practice. I yeah. feel like it was worse. So I wonder oh, yeah. if people who operate from stress, activists, recording artists, any kind of artist or or Performer, business people, yes. people, you know, the people that act with intimidation and fear tactics in their biz, in their environment, in their workplace. It's probably just the croissant layers of shit they haven't let go. One too like, many croissants. Because your natural state under that is a totally different approach. Yes. And so it's worth it for not just you to do this for your own life experience, but for to, this will save the world. If everybody could do this, that would be it fucking really would. great. Because underneath the point, you know, she did the work on it, whatever, and this, this, the activist realized that no. The stress was just holding you back. Yes. It was just giving you pain and fuckery that was unnecessary. Yeah. You can still do all your work without it. So you much. You actually get more work done. Period. And it's going to continue. That's why this is like a, 
eye roll again we should just cue eye rolls it's a lifelong <laughs> process <laughs> like there's even after you clear your croissant layers of, of trauma in your body and you're able to then feel that you get lighter i mean it's literally like weight coming off so that's what you said okay when we did the size earlier you're like it was like oh we feel lighter that's it. after a cry i feel like i can think what are we even talking about yeah that's, it. that's exactly what the feeling so it's is really, it's a release it's, it's a release it's like an emotional um what is the word it's like you're cleaning you're you're an doing emotional a cleansing yeah, custodian. You're the custodian of your own energy. You're the. <laughs> this isn't. This is not getting any better. <laughs> We're not telling anybody further on this. Um, okay, so like we got a mop. All right. Yeah, but okay. shit will continue to happen, right, in your life that you Forever. can't control, that you can't change, and that you can't change. Yeah, so your life will transform if you try this. If you if you start practicing letting go, um, which once again, the three steps are you know think of the thing that drove you crazy, or even if it comes up for you naturally over the course of the day, and you're like, wow, I feel horrible. Try to locate it in your body, babe. Step two, and then step three, sit with it. I don't Relax know, into fucking it. eye roll. Sit with it and see. As it dissipates, you start to feel, it's like going to the gym. We keep comparing things to go to the gym, you know, working out. Okay. You say you're going to do it and you fucking do it and that's empowering. And so you get through these layers and like you, well, hopefully you can notice it's, it's going to happen slowly. It does take time. A couple people had like a profound reaction to this. Like they were like enlightened <laughs> after Dude, they started doing it. What happens, cool. what happens to me I'm is down. I will now randomly, it, it's kind of accelerating and there are, like you said, sometimes it's getting easier. It's getting easier, but but what happens, of course, you know, we'll do it for a while and then, you know, you start feeling great, great and, and you life stop is doing awesome, it and you first thing you do is you get away from it. Of course. So then you come back to whatever. But what happens now is I have three or four moments a week where I, I'm, I'll be walking the dogs or just like doing something, whatever. And everything becomes yeah. Uh, you just see the best. You, you, I walk out on the street, and everybody is the best possible version of themselves. Yes, the, everything makes sense. Everything is so wonderful. The weather is perfect. The you know the angry person in the car. I'm like, oh, that's. A, I understand. I've been like that before. That's fine. Then you find it this, exciting to try to let them be everything what they and, need to be, and, and you love them. And this is probably either like a love or joy vibration or something. And, and it, everything, and it, uh, so a lot of times brings me to tears. Yes. And this is, ex the more that I do this exercise, the more that the frequency of these things happen. Wow. So that's, your, so that's your natural state popping the fuck off. You can, you just bypass the human experience for a little while and it's not forever. Right. You know, it's, it's still fleeting, you know, a minute here or there. Then it or start, what happens is those layers start coming on. You're like, oh, the guy cut me off and my lunch order was wrong and we broke the computer. And then, and then you're like, something jolts you back. But what I noticed bit. today, like with the computer breaking is I was like, oh, I really don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> well, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. What if the computer broke? What was more fascinating to me today was like our reaction and our response yeah. to it. Cause I was like, oh, we're good. Everything's good. Oh, and also talk about being in a long-term relationship. I, I realized for a while in our relationship, I would be showing that I was angry. Yes. You know, if I wasn't really. Yes. To show to you. That you care. That I cared. Yes. Isn't that crazy? No, that's something we read. That was a recent life hack. Yeah. We were like, oh, remember we don't have to. I was just telling Alex too earlier because Nick makes martinis for the podcast and he's always texts us when, and, and Alex and I are always like, okay, when is he going to text? We got to help him with the martini. You know? See, and I was we like, we all care too much. We all care too much. And I was like, I, that's exactly how I am with you. And I was like, I don't know if it's because you're my husband or what it is or like this ingrained, probably so society was like, you got to take care of your mans. Oh yeah, totally. And it's like, no, I don't. But you know what that does? Like that only makes me feel stress. When you right. You don't like it. <laughs> no. He hates Nobody being, does. Hates being caught. Isn't that fucked? The yeah. cycle hates is fucked. It. No, when I try to like sell him on something or help oh, him with something, he's I'm like instantly gonna reject get it. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's real and that's you know, seventeen years real right there. Yeah. That's it is. realness. But that's also that's just inherently who I am too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to be sold to Yeah. Or you know, I, I want it I want it to be great. 
and then to be, be come to the opinion that I think it's great for me to to do it or purchase it or whatever. Everyone wants to make up their own. Mind. I don't want someone to bring me some fucking like notes. Dun, on like dun, 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 dun. So, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like I'm instantly like nope. I like I like the people that like to be sold to because I like to sell to them. But I you like love to, to get sold to. I do. You do. I love like when I go shopping and people tell me like where the you know the See, you lo- fabric was sourced and who made it and what you know. What's it? Because it's attention, really. So you just it like is, being it's, cared for. It's care- I like being, everybody likes being cared for. Yeah. And you, like when you're not feeling well, I love to take care of you and you love being cared for. <laughs> you can't say it when you're sick because you're course. just sad and it sucks to be sick, but I yeah. love taking care of you. That's like one of the agreements of being married, right? Oh, thanks. You We're take, married? You take care of people in sickness and health. It's a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they're like shitting out their eyes, you have to clean it. Oh God. Not yeah. the shit eyes. Oh, no. Not the shit eyes. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> okay. So like Jedi was telling us so beautifully is that once you start practicing letting go, you start having these circumstances that are adjusting to match your new vibration, which is much lighter, probably technically a higher vibration. And the universe then starts bringing you new opportunities because you have room for them. You were so dense and so heavy with this stuff that you didn't have to hang on to. Yeah. And you just start letting it go like one croissant layer at a time. And then, and then the universe is like, oh, bitch, thanks so much. I was hoping to fill your spleen area with more <laughs> abundance. Yeah, something. <laughs> oh, my God. Get rushed to the ER. It looks like your spleen is full of skills. So that's another big ass reason to try this technique. Just to see, babe, if and- you're able to exercise like an irregular. I, I can't even say that I'm good at this because up until recently, I've been exercising. But most of my life, I didn't. It took me a long time to have the discipline to do something like the letting go tech. And I still don't do it every day. I forget all the time. Yeah. But it will change your life. Uh, It will. And the, all of the, it's just a through line for, for all of these things, whether, whether it's, it's so, okay. Manifesting, even manifesting, like you can't muscle or, or reprogramming yourself. I just finished the dope, the Joe Dispenza book, which you all told me to read. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking tight. And our sugar uh, daddies have a, have our backs. Yeah. And he was, he just says like one of the meditations he has, you have to, and all of them, if you're going to reprogram yourself at all, you can't muscle it. You have to let go. You have to stop trying. You have to completely just be yourself, just sit without trying to do anything. And from that place, then you can access the subconscious and then you can actually. So even if you're you're manifesting, if you're just constantly thinking about something and like, oh, it's going to happen. What you're doing is you're resisting it. You're not allowing anything cool to come. It, think of it like a conversation. Hmm. You're just constantly talking all the time. How are you supposed to receive anything hmm. if you're constantly talking? You need to stop sometimes. Just sit back. And listen. Listen, let it go, have the emotional feeling with it, and then just surrender it. Just let it go. You don't know when, how, why, any of those things. And it's 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 the most important step of the process, hmm. I found, at least for me. Listen, I'm on a mission. I've never been the one to fit in. I got ignition. I never been to dipping. I get dipping. I forgot the rest of the words. <laughs> I always fuck this one song? up. It's the best song you have. Why Period. You have? That is Alex's least favorite song. It's going to be my tattoo. It's my next Oh my God. <laughs> Can I do it? Roots before fruit. Yeah, no, sure. don't let him Can I do give you Roots the tattoo? before fruit. Yes. What is That's it? Roots before fruit. Isn't that good? That should be a t-shirt. That's a good tattoo. That's a good tattoo. <gasps> That's a t-shirt. Oh my That's God, t-shirt. tattoo party. We're going to call it the Alice shirt. Okay, so let's say you don't learn the letting go technique and instead you fight your way through everything. By the way, this is how I operated most of my life up until this point. Again, also totally fine. But the body can only take so much. You do start to, I started to... I started to notice like aches and pains and I was like, oh, that's just part of being in your 30s. Not necessarily though, dog. <laughs> You don't need to do that. You can face your croissant layers and you can let them go. And I noticed as I started doing that, and some of it was like really, really hard. Like I'm also taking hot baths and meditating and stretching and, you know, trying all this witchy shit. Haircuts. Haircut. I'm cutting my hair off really did something for my energy field. But the body can only take so much before um, that, that dysfunction and that dis-ease starts to set in. So it's it's really just your body being fucking genius and saying, hey, 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 um, this isn't working for us, right? That's the only way it commu- can communicate trying to, let you know. to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So I think we should talk about the nervous system for like two seconds. Let's because the nervous system is kind of your, if we had to get, 
to define something that was like actually affecting affected by this, it would be the nervous system. Okay. And I've been obsessed with relaxation, letting go. And then like, what is the nervous system? It's basically all the, it's like your brain, right. And your spine and all these, um, strand, like these nerve networks running through all of your freaking body parts. Right. It's pretty crazy. It's kind of like science is still trying to understand it, but it's, it controls your thoughts, memory, learning, feelings. So that was kind of the key. I was like, we got to talk about nervous system. This is where your feelings feel. <laughs> this is what the feelings come yeah, from. That's how your body communicates. Pretty yeah. Much, right? So brain, spine and nerves, right? So it's an, inter- it, it kind of like creates homeostasis for you internally. So your temperature movement, like your, your control of your movement, breathing patterns, heartbeat, hormonal activity, all five senses, stressful situations affect the nervous system. It's it's your digestion that's regulated by the nervous system. This is why when you get stressed, you have like diarrhea or constipation because it's throwing off the homeostasis of your nervous system. Fucking with your shit. Damn. So it also fucks with your sleep cycles and circadian rhythms. So if you have trouble sleeping, this could be something, again, letting go could really help you get back into balance. No, um, really the nervous does. diseases. So diseases of the nervous system, which this is like, um, I jumped into Ayurveda this week because I was like, what is Ayurveda? It sounds really cool. So we'll, we'll touch on that for a second. But basically, there's six stages of disease development in, in this um, ancient healing practice of Ayurveda. And it's basically you letting those layers of toxic croissant layers build up to a point where the body has to siphon it off to a specific location because it, otherwise it can't operate. Yeah. And that's why you get disease have, of an organ or a body part or a system. Isn't that crazy? I have known someone that they were, they, their life was so stressful that they had temporary amnesia. That. I know somebody who like loses mobility of the fingers and hands when they get stressed. That is the nervous system. That's exactly the fuck what we're talking about. It's pretty incredible what stress what stress can do. I mean, it's probably not the just stress, but the but but it's the remember it's the the thought which turns into a feeling, the emotion and the feeling that you store in the body. Yeah. If we can define it, it doesn't feel so hopeless. Yeah, because it's like no no no. There is the brain and the spine and the nerves. Yeah. that are controlling these things and eventually turning into Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or MS or epilepsy or Bell's palsy. These are all diseases of the freaking nervous system. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because when he talks about, at least in this book, because he was, Hawkins was an MD. So we, he's talking about healing yourself. Yeah. Right. And he's like, one of the worst things you can do when you have a, like an intensity like that is to label it because then it becomes this, this thing, this identity in your brain rather than just like letting go of the layers and letting seeing go what of you uncover. And then just allowing your, you're just like healing yourself through. Now, I think this, I'm, a, I'm like, yeah, but pair that with like helpful medicinal, you know, whether it's holistic well, or even pharmaceutical, like whatever you need to get through that, those layers. To bring though. it back. Right. Sure, sure, sure. As, as long as it's all, you know what it is for me? As long as it's all done consciously, I think. Yeah. I think it's, it's like you can distract yourself consciously. You can do uh, this, that, and the other thing. Like I, th- I think as long as you're there is a, you're doing it for a point. Yeah. And there is, it's it's consciously. It's not just like an unconscious. Like we're gonna get fucked up, bro. Then I I think it's a really positive place to be. If you are a healthy person listening to this podcast and you feel like your nervous system is rocking tits and you're having a great time. (laughs) I love it when you say that. (laughs) I just want you to delve more into the relaxation. I want you to see how clean you can get your layers that those trauma layers. If you can clear all that out because you are you are on the cusp of brilliance. Like that is going to give you the greatest life ever. If you're struggling with this stuff on a moderate way, like I have, there's a really good movie uh, that just came out called Heal. H E A L. <laughs> it's just called Heal, and it's it's all these. It's Joe Dispenza. It's a bunch of bad bitches on there talking about this exact thing and showing you how disease. They call it radical remission like people that have like really rare like terminal illness and how they flipped it around this one woman was saying it's literally the same list of things for every every single patient was radically changing your diet big surprise taking control of your health okay whatever that means following your intuition okay bitch house of herbie let's go that's being creative right um using herbs and supplements love her releasing suppressed emotions there it is 
Boom. That was like a huge thing in these radical, like people that were supposed to die from a disease, but they didn't. They did these things. The other, sorry, let me finish the list. Increasing positive emotions, which only happens after you release those suppressed emotions that are in your body. Yeah. Um, Embracing social support. Love that. Deepening your spiritual connection. Hello. Have a strong reason for living. Sense of purpose. So that's all the shit we talk about. So that's a great one. I watched it on Tubi. It's like a new app. This is not an ad, but the heel movie, super cute. We love her. Yeah. Because uh, Joe Dispenza, what, he got like hit by a truck or something. Yeah. I didn't know this until I saw the heel <laughs> movie. Crazy sh- and I don't know. Joe what- is talking about his, um, like it was like a bus accident. And he got yeah. hit off of his bike. Right. And he like it crushed his spinal cord, <sighs> which is your nervous system. And he, he explains how he rebuilt his freaking body through yeah. that like mentally though through meditation and insane shit. yeah it's it's pretty quiet this is it's it. pretty wild yeah yeah because i don't know who <laughs> i think we were telling some people that jonas was dead so i had, i had this idea like i feel like somebody told us he was dead and we just <laughs> repeated we just that. went with it i don't know he died i was like what no he's Joe alive Spencer, and well yeah <laughs> Love you, Joe. He's he's quite, he's quite well. He's quite well. He's on Instagram. Quite quite alive and living his, living his purpose. I mean, mean? he, he was like doing something completely different. And then he was like, I'm going to dedicate my life to this shit and start to have clinics and and teach people these techniques and see if it works. And it did. I'm going to the Joe Dispenza rave next week. The rave. It's going to be crazy. Let's go. Okay. But let's also mention that religious culture loves to not talk about their problems. Mm. They love to bury things deep down and it's, it's a lot of shame Uh, and I don't want to generalize. Not everybody has this experience, but I think a lot of, um, I was chatting with a really cool therapist on Instagram who was interested in coming on this podcast. And she was saying religious trauma is something that she knows a lot about. Mm. And I was like, damn, it's really just like religious folks are expected to be perfect and expected not to sin and this whole thing. And then you just keep those layers inside forever and ever and ever. Amen. And you don't, you, what's going to happen? That's not good. Yeah. So I just wanted to shout outs to my religious babies who grew up in that environment because that we're taught to do the opposite. We should talk about that one of these episodes because I feel like, uh, yeah. The letting go I'll, technique I'll, is not welcomed in the religious community. Sure. Maybe it is now. Maybe it's evolved and, since. And again, like it, it feels very, it's understandable. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like we're like, if you don't do this, you're going to like, no, we get it. It's pretty, it's, it can be a little out there. It also can be a little hard. It can be difficult, but also like, it's very counterintuitive. It is. It feels like the last thing you want to do to be able to, uh, not even know, being religious, but being American or being whatever the fuck is going on here. Having a Bob. They're like, no, be perfect. We, we want you to be sure. perfect. Right. Social media makes us In feel like we have to be perfect. Total, and it's like, total, oh, what? Total, total. every day I, you know, we, we had a viral clip like last week on social media. And I was like, this is so, this could be so traumatizing because I know that not every post is going to perform this way. And of course you're going to, if you're not aware of it, you're going to feel less than your next post. And that's how they create the addiction. Right. Mm-hmm. Even letting go of your successes. It doesn't even. It Ooh, doesn't so mean, you keep letting go to the point of like letting go of. See, and this is where, so like, if talk, it depends for different people for where you're at. You know what I mean? If you are really like on your way to being an enlightened being, and you're right there, then yeah, you do that too. But if not, you know, listen, just just take it, get it to where you feel really good. The whole point of all this shit is that you feel fucking good. You feel good about yourself. You, you deserve feel to feel body. good. Yeah. Well, it's your natural state. While you're alive on yeah, earth. And if you want to feel good, these are these are things that you can do to get there. But a lot of people also, you know, they, they do them for a different ex- extent. So they're like, why are you just going to walk walk around letting go all the time? Mm. Uh, and it's like, oh, oh I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a good point. <laughs> so, but I understand, you know, that's, yeah. a, that's a good point. But even if you have, like you said, you know, you have all these successes, you become attached to that success and when that success isn't there all of a sudden you get that empty feeling again yeah and then you're stacking up more new layers and so it's 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 everywhere mm. you know so it, it you is gotta really... keep it suave like Sade in the 90s <laughs> that's really the fucking copyright yeah no it's sex on the sofa that's, that's my yoga my toga oh toga party nice oh we should have a toga party that sounds so fun oh my god and make Let's Greek food yeah and make Greek yeah. what'd you say Greek food off topic yeah, aren't togas Greek? Yes. Thank you. Yeah? Uh, you don't know a bit about uh, yeah, this? Yeah, you know about togas? 
Okay. So let's, um, jump into Ayurveda for two hot seconds. And then I think what we should do is like actually let go together on this podcast for five, 10 seconds and see how it feels before we send you on your merry way. So Ayurveda believes that there are three different energetic types of like personality types. Now, all of us have all three characteristics, but we're more dominant in one of these. So there's Vata, Pitta, and Kappa. And, um, I I remember, uh, Vata is like, air and ether. It's like one type of person. I am Pitta, which is fire water, which is mostly fire. And Nick is actually Kapha. We should have had Alex take the quiz before this. Kapha is earth water. So it's a bit more grounded, a bit more slow, a bit more steady. And I'm a bit more like ambitious and a little bit eccentric. Oh. So what happens is when somebody, that's just why it's important to not apply the same treatment to every person because everybody has a different like demeanor. And so for me, if I am accumulating too much fire and I have a buildup of fire, I have acne, I have headaches. And it's funny because all of these health issues show up pretty consistently for all three types. So for me, it's this, for Nick, it's sore throat and a couple mm, other yeah, things that it, it accumulate, it travels, it you have like too much of one type of energy and it goes somewhere. It has to go somewhere. And if it's unattended is when it starts to spread. So they say in Ayurveda, there's like six stages to dis-ease. Now this is anything from like getting the common cold to having something else, you know, more challenging. So accumulation is when you build up the imbalance of the energy. So for me, that would be fire for you. That would be something else. Isn't that interesting? You're different for different people can handle different shit. Different strokes for different folks. Thank you, Nick. Uh, aggravation is when it's unattended. So that so that um, imbalance is now kind of sitting there and getting angry. And then dissemination is when it starts circulating through your system because it's looking for somewhere to go. You don't have symptoms yet necessarily, maybe like mild aches and fatigue. And then you have localization. Now, this is where it settles in an organ or a tissue, like your throat, for example. Mm-hmm. When you start to be overrun, you have an imbalance of energy, your throat hurts. Yeah. When I'm, when I like do take a nap, yeah. my throat lets me know. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. The next step is manifestation. So it becomes a cold. Yeah. Okay. And then the last step is disruption, which is when it becomes long term or even permanent in some cases if you don't address it. Right. And that's when that would turn into like, a perennial sinusitis or like something that comes back every year. <laughs> right. And you have it, you just have not addressed it. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. So this is Ayurveda. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. What was mine again? I was, uh, would you say it was earth? Kapha. Uh, K-A-P-H-A. All right. Kapha. I think that's how you, Kapha. You can take a test for this. We'll, we'll give them a link to a yeah. quiz. And it's just really fascinating to learn like how your specific energy body becomes imbalanced and what you can do to kind of heal that while you're doing the letting go technique. Cause I do think it's important for everybody to be releasing those layers. Yeah. Um, and I wish I could come up with a sexier way to do it, but why don't we try to do it together? Maybe eventually we'll, uh, Oh, you want to do it right now? We should try one like quick little thing. I mean, in the ultimate, the ultimate surrender, the ultimate letting go is death. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah let's well, all do that together let's, uh, <laughs> and now you're in a cult now you will find some kool-aid in the cup to your mouth <laughs> oh my god but it's it's pretty wild because um i'm in the discord so patreon.com slash house of herbie has our vip sugar daddies in there popping the fuck off in discord we're talking about like um i believe it's called doshas like death a doula thank you wow see i just learned this term like a week ago but a death doula is somebody that helps somebody else who's dying to go through the process and and explain to them and, and alleviate mm. some of the fears and stuff that goes along with that and i was like Jesus. damn imagine that's your job i know Ooh. mel robbins husband does this I she has an amazing podcast maybe i'll do that you know what i'm saying after my trombone career. you would be fucking great at that you know and saying? i think a lot of people in the discord and people are discovering they have this gift of like this serenity and this calmness and this ability to um um, and they're curious and they're interested in seeing the other side, right? And guiding people through that process because it's a natural process, yeah. but people resist it. They resist it so hard. And it's interesting, back to like the religious trauma that you talked about, I, I haven't known a lot of people that have, have died yet, <laughs> thank God, but um, the ones that are the most religious are the ones that are the most afraid of death mm-hmm. so far mm-hmm. that I've found. Which is interesting because no you, you would think it would be kind of the other way around, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. 
Yeah. So it's not, what's beautiful about the letting go book is he's like, listen, it's not about religion. He said, this book provides a mechanism by which to unlock our innate capacities for happiness, success, health, well-being, intuition, unconditional love, beauty, inner peace, and creativity. These states and capacities are within all of us. They do not depend on any outer circumstance or personal characteristic. They do not require belief in any religious system. No single group or system owns inner peace. Bitch. He doesn't say that. (laughs) Parentheses. Because inner peace belongs to the human spirit by virtue of our origin. And this is the universal message of every great teacher, sage, and saint. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Dr. Hawkins said that so, a lot. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's in he all of He quotes the Bible things. all the time in this book. They quote the Bible. They quote fucking Buddha. They, everybody was, was everybody on gets that, some. Everyone was on that same acid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Everybody's on the same drugs. Everyone was on the same drugs. <laughs> okay. So let's, <laughs> let's try this just like as we close up this episode, uh, shout uh, outs uh, to everybody for sticking with us through this. I know it's a deep and delicious eye roll, but we are here rooting for you as creatives, as artists, because you deserve to have the best life ever. Come on. And this is what we're interested in. We're interested in living the best life ever. This is important to us. So here is the letting go process. Okay, step one. And everybody who's listening, just feel free to join in with us. So take a deep breath. And let it out. I mean, already it feels really good. (laughs) Okay, so step one. I want you to bring up in your mind now that thing that's fucking with you. That thing that's bothering you the most right now. But you're like, this shit is some fucking bullshit. You can feel it, can't you? Okay, so for me, it comes up in my chest. I want you to locate it in your body. For some of you, it will be in the throat. For some of you, it could be in the groin. There's a lot of locations. So have you located it? It'll just feel hot and maybe like a little irritated. Heart flutters. Heart flutters. She's been sitting there waiting for you. Step three, just sit with it. Really give it attention. Just feel feel the fluttery, annoying that area that's just like, ew, gross. Okay. I want you to look at it like you're babysitting like the cutest kid ever and you just feel bad for them. It's okay. It's not your fault that this accumulated. And by now you should start to feel kind of a little bit of a a little bit of a release. Take another deep breath. Right into that space. And when you release it, I want you to let go of all that itchy yuckiness right through your mouth. And then recheck the spot again. Any any uh, improvement? Mm-hmm. For some, sometimes it will take you longer than that. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes it can be that simple. Yeah. If you have to sit with it longer, just do one more round. Yeah. Yeah. Just sit with it till it, till it dissipates. It doesn't matter how long. It doesn't matter how long. But man, it's a, it's an uphill climb. You're like every, you know, you're latching onto every chisel point and you're pulling yourself up and it's eventually runs out. Everything eventually runs out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, it feels like it's not going to. What is what somebody tell us? They're afraid to cry because they feel like they're never going to stop. Yeah, if I start crying, I'll never stop. I'll it's never like, stop. Oh, you will. You will. You will. It's going to be intense. It may. Oh, she's going to be. Oh, she's going to fill the. Yeah. But I just want you to, river. to notice how you gave yourself like attention, bitch, and that was profound enough. Yeah, that was enough. Yeah, and it may feel like it's not working at first, and I just I just recommend you try this like a few times a day to start. And see if you have any really special tingly moments where you're like, oh, shit, I released that. It might move to another part of your body and you got to chase that bitch. And you got to sit with her and be like, I love you. It's not your fault. (sighs) I'm letting go. You know, it's like it can be frustrating. I'm letting go. It can be frustrating. But this is way faster than any drug or any, you know. Well, it's actually. Even therapy takes multiple sessions before you make progress. The thing with drugs, like in the as the problem is like drugs can really fucking work. But it can still it no drug. Well, it sometimes just no drug. masks the 
That's what, he, that's what I the mean. The root of it, the problem. So you're, doesn't solve this it. exercise is free, first of all, because drugs are expensive as fuck. Yeah. This letting go technique is free and it's getting to the root. So this is going to hopefully, if karmically you're allowed to do this, like eradicate the problem forever. Yeah. That's the vibe. And like you said, if it moves to someplace else, like it, don't be overwhelmed by <laughs> how fucked you feel. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Do a little at a time. How many layers deep it goes. Yeah. It's going to feel pretty, it's going to feel pretty intense. It's pretty intense. That's okay. There's going to be sometimes. You can can even let go of that feeling of, of intense fear that you have about letting go. Yeah. You can let that go too. It just keeps getting, and then eventually. That's step one where you pull it up. You're like, I feel like this is bullshit. I wish Queen and Jedi hadn't told me about it. It's dumb. You can let that go too. Let that go too. It just keeps going. It's far more profound than any way we could describe it with words. Yeah. It's really just like a, uh, I can't, uh. Especially in today's world of like micro, is this, or macro fucking uh, stressors. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're We're constantly s- being constantly, given new layers that you need to yeah, let go you're of. Constantly, yeah, you're constantly given information that is going to try to fuck you up in some way, or yeah. you're, you're going to scroll somewhere and there's some fucked up shit. It's like, whoa, you know, it's constant. But we need your art. Right. And even creating art, once you realize how much layers you have going on in there, you're going to be overwhelmed. There's going to be times you're going to be like, it's not working. That's your ego. It's okay. We can still get your art during this time. This is actually a fascinating time to create. Fascinating time. And you're going to notice you become even more creative as as you let go. So we need your art. Never let important. Never let any good suffering go to waste. (laughs) Right. It all has a purpose. And we're here to root for you the entire journey. So thank you for being here for another episode of House of Herbie. I'm Queen Herbie. This is Jedi Nick. This is your safe space for bad bitchery and uh, self-discovery. We will see you next week.